Hugh Augustine in conversation. That's me. It's good to have you here. Thanks for having me back. Always you a pleasure. I mean? Always a pleasure. It's and, and it's good because I think uh, I mean I'm excited because this is our first time in studio. Right. Yeah. We did an interview before. Pandemic vibes. Yeah. But we were still in studio actually, and, and that's and you know what? Because you be all over. You was in the Dina. That's right. You was like out there on that. It was, it was a time. It was a period. What's life been like for you these days? Because that was maybe uh you know that was post pandemic. There's been a lot of transformation, right. a lot of movement. Let's just jump into it. What's what's life looking Tour, like today? Touring is back. Um, so I've been on the road a lot. I just came back from Europe. I was performing with Isaiah Rashad. Um, last year I did a national tour with Girl Talk. So I've been balancing like being back on the road, recording, still running my food business, huge hot bowls. Um, which has grown into like a catering company. We're doing like corporate events now and doing like a lot of food um, festivals and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, working on getting this cafe, you feel me? Getting that brick and mortar. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a lot of moving parts, figuring out how to balance everything and hmm. figuring out. Um, how do I want to be involved in these different sectors of life that I'm in? You know what I'm saying? That I'm, I'm touching. Right. And what is, what is that? What is, uh, I guess the, the, the most eye opening part of, about finding that balance for you? How, what's that been like? The most eye opening part. Uh, I think self care and rest is a big part of being able to do what I do. Hmm. Um, taking everything at my own pace, not feeling like I'm in competition with anybody and uh, just, like, working every day to be my best self, you feel me? Mm. Um, yeah, and, and then realizing, like, this road of entrepreneurship and, like, the way that I do everything, um, it's like a long road. It's a long journey, you feel me? And there's ups Absolutely. and downs to it. Um, and just keeping the same enthusiasm when I'm in the process of working on something as I have, when like I'm seeing the results from it, you feel mm. me? Um, I think that's, that's the challenge, a, right? That's, that's always the challenge is like, how do you stay excited um, when you're not reaping the benefits yet? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like um, it just makes me think about a conver the conversation in the back of the parking lot when. Oh, when I seen when, you in Lamert? Yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was like, yo, I'm, the, some of the first iterations of Hughes Hot Bowls when that day K-Solar and I, we happened to pull up to your spot at the same time to pick up our plate mm -hmm. and to think and to just hear you talking about going and doing these catering events yeah, and, and doing black market fleas and, you know, having your food. I mean, I, we just saw uh, there was an, you were, you received an award recently. Um, or well, or rec was, some recognition. I, I, I got a certificate or whatever because I was, like, doing this program. That's um, right. Feeding inner city uh, high school students and then speaking with them like a like a mentor type of uh, situation. Um, yeah, that was cool, you know, getting into stuff like that too, um, figuring out ways to get my food and message to, like, students and younger people because mm. um, I feel like that's so important with what we do too is, like, becoming a mentor and 
trying to like give these keys and um, shortcuts. That's real mobile young, talk to the younger ones. You know what I'm saying? Because I wish that there was somebody um, when I was in high school to tell me, oh yeah, you know those drawings or like that idea you have. You can go downtown with forty bucks, make a screen get some t-shirts for another 20 bucks down there, a dozen tees, and you can, you know what I'm saying, make t-shirts at home with a screen printer, and you can sell this to your friends and start a clothing brand. Like, and no one's you know really telling saying? you that. Yeah, no one's telling you you could do it for 120 bucks. <laughs> it so, seems, that, that doesn't even seem possible. You know? So, um, yeah, being able to be somebody to build a bridge in that space mm. and um, show kids who come from my same city that uh, they could do it too, you know? And, and and some of that, like when it comes to mentorship and, and and especially working with the youth right now, I mean, everything you're, when you say that, like how do you get your, your message, right? It's, it seems like uh, through the music, through the food, through the brand, through, through your presence, like that sounds like real mogul talk, you know what I'm saying? Like what does yeah. it mean when you say self-care, like even to emphasize the importance of self-care and emphasize the importance of uh, owning your own business and, and moving and... Um, and actually doing that too, like practicing those things, hmm. um, being an owner of my music and of my food company and, you know what I'm saying, moving independently, not just like preaching about it or like that being a message in my music, hmm. but actually practicing that and like... <clears throat> <clears throat> being able to take the the hardships and the failures that come with that too. Mm, speaking of hardships, right? It's like, what is that? What is how, how do you find that discipline? You know, when you're when it is you, like you're you know you're you're answering to you as the owner, as that boss, as that that CEO. Where do you? Um, if you don't get up and do it, then it just doesn't. Get, it's not gonna happen. You know. Mm. So um, I'm like a self a self motivated person. And um, the things that I visualize, I want to see in real life. Right. So I figure out what is it going to take for me to actually go see and touch that, you know? Mm. And then um, map it out. Map it out, yeah. And then when you get there, it might be a little different than what you imagined, but then that's just the reality of it, you know? And then take things as they come and keep building on it. Like, mm. But the main thing is that realizing that if you literally, if you don't go to work or if you don't build on this thing, you don't work on it every day, then it's not going to happen, you know? And if you procrastinate, like, opportunities will pass you up. You will see things that you wanted or that you pitched for or that you whatever, and, and you didn't get it, you know? Hmm. But then there, like, where I'm at now, I've been on it so consistently that I'm getting hit up for those opportunities um, I'm asking for a price, and then I'm getting that price, you know? So, now, that's a big thing. Yeah. Asking for the price and getting and it. It sounds easier than it really is when it comes to negotiation and yeah. and knowing your value. Right. right. What, did, what did that, I mean, did, were there experiences that kind of put you in a in a position where it was a necessity or, or where you were able to, you know, strengthen that process and negotiation for you or just your level of comfort when it came to like, yo, this is this is my value and this is why. Well, you can't you can't negotiate from a place of desperation, you know, and um, he were. Yeah. If you don't have your your necessities taken care of already, 
um, then you're, you're not going to have any power when it comes to asking for what you want or what you need because you already don't have it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're not. Wow. Like, hey, that's big. That's big. Right you got to be good without this de- good or not without this next deal or this check or whatever. Like you have a you have a plan. Yeah. You feel me? You got something stacked up or whatever it is. So um, that's where I'm at. You feel me? I'm mm. at a place where it's like I'm taking care of my shit. I'm independent. My bills are paid off of my hustle, and I'm able to, like, chase my dreams in the way that I want to because uh, somebody can't, like, dangle a carrot in front of me because Mm -hmm. I have my shit already. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like if you can't – if it's not going to be 10X on what I already am doing, then there's no point because I'm going to get to that eventually if I just keep – it oh has to that 10x too because you can yeah. hit you can hit 4x you can hit 5x yeah. like those are things that's already in motion and 10x right now you mm. know it's like um if i'm gonna get involved i don't even know how we segue to this <laughs> but it's like if i'm gonna get involved with something like it gotta be pushing the button on it right now today mm. hmm. and, and that i mean that's important i think uh, a lot of times you see uh, and, and, and I mean, we see peers, we see artists, we we look up to, we see friends of ours. Just that can be the hardest part about maintaining. It's that it's asking that what you're worth, whether it's a price, whether it's set time, yeah. if it's you know a booking agent, management situation, emails, whatever it is. So that's really dope. Um, what are the, what are some what are some of those uh, those you know moguls that that are inspiring you right now or kind of like giving you whether it's like now or just previously, like the folks that, that you look at and you're like, okay. Moguls. Well, I watch Shark Tank a lot. Mm. I've probably seen every episode of Shark Tank. Um, and when I started to realize, like, that's how companies look at artists in the same way as, like, hmm. those sharks look at these small businesses and wanting to be able to track, like, their money and income and like profit loss statements and all that stuff and being able to like calculate how much money like give them an evaluation right because when you watch shark tank people will go in there and they'll be like well i think my company's worth two million but you only got ten thousand worth of sales and you only got an email list with 200 people on it or whatever right hmm. so it's like yeah you want to be a mogul then that takes like having your numbers in order, having your paperwork in order, having your um, community in order. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I do watch that show a lot because I just feel like that gives me like a good sense of like what works, what doesn't work. What is it like? How can you sell something to like a mass audience or like a broad community? Like what service are you providing? What's the story? Like what's the brand? What's mm, the right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It sounds, it yeah. sounds like you have a good process for that organization. But obviously Nipsey. Right. It's one of the biggest moguls that I ever looked up to. Um, yeah. So many people. Yeah. And it, it, it sounds like the, the process to even, I mean, man, to keep up with, with numbers and, and a lot of that, you know, it's that's the, I mean, it, it can easily get categorized as admin, but that's the stuff that as an artist, you know, sets you apart push you in that step forward um that's really yeah, it's like if somebody knows you like if you don't know your own business 
right? Then how can you be strategic about how you want to grow it and, and like, where to put the money and who, mm. you, who you're marketing to or anything like that, right? Hmm. Do you, how, so how, how, how do you define, um, you know, speaking of growth, right? Like, you're in, in the midst of growth, not only as on, on the creative side, but on your business side, you know, human side. Uh, how do you gauge what growth is, is beneficial for the moment and then pace that out over, you know, when you're making your plans for the, for, you know, long run or, or a short, short term, whatever that goal is. Sometimes you don't know when like you're making the right decisions or like you're putting things in the right place until later on. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, but I feel like my growth and my journey path, whatever you want to call it, is like just to reach like more happiness in life and like fulfillment in what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I guess being able to gauge it is like in the moment if I'm like happy and fulfilled with what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? And that's something that kept me like pursuing this uh, food business is like when I'm doing that, I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm feeding people. People are telling me how good it is. They want more. They're coming back again. Every time I pop up, they're pulling up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It feels good because I'm providing something that's a necessity. Like, you got to eat, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like s- spreading a vibe. I'm putting good vibes into the food. People telling me they can feel it. You feel me? Yeah. Um, Those are the things that keep you going. Yeah, like when you're on stage and you're crushing it and everybody's bouncing and they're responding to what I'm saying and I'm telling them to do, mm-hmm. you feel me? It's the same feeling, you know? It's like... We're like wow, ex- yeah. we're like having this exchange, you know what I'm saying? And when somebody comes up to you after the show and they're like, "Yo, you know this song did this for me. Like it brought my it brought my vibe up. It brought my energy up. Like mm-hmm. those are the moments where you can like actually calculate that work, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's abstract what we're doing. Very you know? much. There's yeah. like, you know, they they created all this streaming and stuff to quantify like that thing or that feeling right mm-hmm. but like saying like you, your song has a million plays or whatever doesn't equate to like that person waking up every day and that's their song they play in the shower to get their mind right, right. For, the, for their like whatever they gotta go do you know that's a big that's a big note yeah what you say about shark tank too you know that's that's how they're looking at us right so to to be aware of that i mean it sounds like that's able to keep you grounded in a lot of uh but sometimes you don't always get the opportunity to have those like reinforcing moments of like speaking with that fan or like having that sold out show or whatever hmm. but people are still like um having those experiences to your work you know what i mean hmm. and so it's like that's why i go back to the like um being fulfilled in the process part and like getting better and seeing the growth in that and like right t- taking enjoyment in that part because like, you don't always get to like um see how it affects people or like reap the benefits of it right you know what i mean because in the moment it's happening yeah you know? so it's hard to pick that up you know on some van gogh shit too like you might be making the best shit ever and it just is the wrong time wrong place you something whatever you yeah. know, like, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, that yeah. could drive you crazy. 
And it's like, no, bro, just enjoy, like, being able to make it. Happy. Yeah. Happiness. So what what, what kind of, where does that fall? Um, you know, that just makes me think about, you know, you sharing your experience overseas, mm-hmm. right? And, and being able to, and you toured with Girl Talk. And then I remember, you know, we, we were out South by last year. Yeah, that was right before I went on that tour. So like you. a week before or something. Literally. Yeah. Going. So so that's a lot of different audiences yeah. that you're in a different types of people. So to be able to get your message across in all these spaces, I mean, what were some, what were some of those things that you, you noticed that, uh, you know, allowed you to keep going there that worked? Go, going where? Uh, when you're just in different audiences, what were the things that allowed that, that helped uh, that, that you were like, oh, this works when I'm connecting with the audience. This works whether it's like. I think breaking that fourth wall almost for me when I'm on stage mm. and like talking to people in the crowd, like just showing like my humanity almost when I'm performing. Type shit, yeah. Like cracking jokes and being like, you know, like there's like off the cuff moments during the show where I'm like talking to the crowd. I might say something funny or say something that's like, I know about this phrase or this place or this whatever, and I can reference right, it because right. I've been to this city or country before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Familiarity. Yeah. Rapport there. Yeah. Yeah. And just creating some type of like, um, some type of like commonality with the with the audience, because a lot of the times I'm going to, uh, I'm like opening for people, so I'm. I've been performing for so long, but I'm still getting in front of new crowds all the time. Mm. So I've gotten so comfortable with, like, just going up there and being myself and just, like, not making it a big deal because there could be 10 people there. There could be 10,000 people there. And it's like... Just showing up. Yeah, how do you just show up and give them the same, like, energy and the same vibe, whether it's that many people or it's not, you know? What have been, like... What are some of the most uh, enjoyable experiences on stage you can think of? The most enjoyable experiences on stage. Oh, man. The best thing is, like, especially on this last Europe run, is seeing, like, everybody recite your lyrics back to you. And the emotion that, like, it incites inside of people. Yeah. It's crazy because um, sometimes that's not always the intention behind, like, what you do. Right. Right? Right. But, like, because I'm, like, a chill song, when you listen to it, can become, like, a hype song when you perform it. Wow. And just seeing people, like, go crazy to something that was really just, like, some swag shit for you yeah yeah you know what i'm saying it's so cool because it's just like the energy is just it's transforming in its own way it like has its own life you know and it's very genuine yeah and it's just like damn you know people are going crazy to this because that's their song Mm. you know like how i was saying this is that person's get up in the morning song they shower song they riding in the car song this is smoke song Like, this is that one for them, you know? And you feel it. You you feel it up there. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. And then you're, I'm having so much fun rapping it for them, you know? It's like they're excited that I'm there. I'm having fun doing it for them. <laughs> We're all excited We're to all be here. We're all just having a good time <laughs> together, you know? 
Hey, that's facts. Like throwing a party every city you go to and being the host and like everybody wants to be there to see you. That's what the girl talk tour looked like for sure. A that lot tour of was really crazy, you know. I never seen any production like that. Uh girl talks setup is really nuts and hmm. it's very interactive with the crowd, you know. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I learned a lot from being on that tour too. Word. Yeah. Just uh, as far as uh, on the production side or more on the uh, creative side? or Everything, on? like, you know, that's somebody who, like, tours with his own crew, his own squad. It's very, like, um, smaller team, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just him on stage. Like, he's he brings a lot of people on stage, like, from the crowd and stuff. Right, But right. in terms of, like... His show, he's the show, you know? Uh, he's got two people that are, like, hype men, and they do, like, gags and different stuff during the show. But damn, it's just him. Like a circus act, almost. They do stuff like they throw out, like, inflatables and, like, um, blast the crowd with, like, these toilet paper shooters. <laughs> and, like, they have confetti and, like, a ball j- Very balloon theatrical. drop. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's very crazy, theatrical. and they kind of help with all that stuff. And um, it's all in house. Yeah, it's all in house, you know. And then he's That's playing dope. all his own remixes. He's doing them live and shit. That's dope. And the set's like an hour and a half. Oh snap! Yeah. Um. So yeah, that shit was dope to see every night. Like we on the tour bus. He got his own crew with him. And every night, just going and get picking up a big bag, selling out these legendary venues and shit. You know, Damn. yeah, we doing two thousand cap rooms and shit all over the country. Yeah, some rooms five thousand, six thousand cap. Yeah, so it was dope to see that, like, as an independent artist, to see right, another sure. independent artist. And he brought me on tour because he fucks with what I do and fucks with my music. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, just like mutual love and respect. And to see, like, yeah, you can be an artist because he's, like, in his 40s now. Hell, yeah. You can be an artist who's touring into your 40s. You got your crew. You got your thing. You got your niche audience. That's you. And you can make M's, you know, and you can decide if you want to do it or not, you know? Do you feel like you saw a lot of... uh or 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 glimpses of, uh, of, you know, the future of Hugh Augustine, like in some of those experiences. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I feel like um, I got to see with him how his audience grew up with him. Mm, that's so far, um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just how like, you know, I was because I was selling all my own merch, hmm. so I, I, would I remember that. Mer- yeah, I yeah. would be at the merch table. Um, and, I, and people would be coming up, and I'd be selling our merch, talking to him. And he's selling his merch. You know, he's got his merch seller right next to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing people coming up with, like, tour shirts from 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Like, wow. oh, you know, they got the date on it. Or it's just, like, this washed-out logo. It's like, man, <laughs> you could tell that's their favorite shirt. They've been wearing it. They bought it at the last concert. And now they're about to buy a new one. Like, they're buying yeah. two shirts. They're buying vinyl. They're buying boom, boom, you know? Yeah. Then I was, like, you know, talking to the tour manager. Because I'm I'm out there trying to learn the business. You know what I'm saying? Word. And, you know, they're telling me, like, the average spend per person is a certain amount of money. 
you know? On these tours. On these tours, like, yeah, the average spend is this is this much um, per person. Per person know? involved. Like, wow. their ticket, they're going to buy merch, they're going to buy drinks, they're going to buy whatever, right? Right. That's the average spend per person, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's the number that we're trying to get up. You feel me? When you open the doors on something, whether it's my food business, whether it's my tour shit, whether it's the concert, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to get that average spin number up. You feel me? Per person. Per that's person that comes with. into your into wow. your shit. You feel me? Yeah. So boom, if your average spend is thirty dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars, whatever, right? An artist on that level, that number is in the hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like <clears throat> you have an established audience. Your audience has a certain amount of income, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that when they come to your show, they have this much expendable income that they can, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's game. You feel me? That's facts. And it's like, okay, understanding that when it comes to your marketing, understanding that when it comes to like how you're positioning your branding and like your design, your aesthetic, and like what type of venue is your show in? What type of drinks are they serving at the bar? What type of material is your merch made out of? Like right. all that stuff goes to understanding your audience, your market, and figuring out what you want that average spin to be when they come fuck with you. you know? and, and you can start it somewhere and take it up, but you got to know where you're starting. Yeah. Wow. So whether the, whether you're an artist that's at the caliber where you're doing $5 show and your merch is, a t- you got a $20 shirt and the drinks are 7 bucks. you know? It's like, all right, I know that I'm going to get 30 bucks per person. We got to get 100 people in here. Mm, you know what I'm saying? You're already doing the math. You're doing and the math. And that, you know, that affects the venue. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, where can we do this show at? What do we got to spend on the marketing to sell those 100 tickets and pack the room out? You know what I'm saying? And then what was our cost of doing the show? Like, how mm. much was, do we have to rent a van? Got to pay my DJ. Maybe I got some lights, rentals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all of this, Rinsing you're thinking venue, through. You're figuring, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you as the artist, that is. Like, having, yeah. to, having to be aware of all Like, of as that. an independent artist, that's what I'm thinking about. And that's what I'm learning about going on all these tours. Hmm. Yeah. And it's it makes hearing that makes it sound a lot more tangible than we may realize. Mm-hmm. It's work, but still, imagine but if you can do that in thirty cities across the country in a month, or twenty cities across the country in a month, and you're making three three grand a night, and maybe your expenses on that is only a thousand per, per night, night, right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. boom, that's forty bands, and and being able to right after after, after receipts. you pay everything <laughs> off. That's amazing. You know, it it's, might be tight, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? In the moment, right. Yeah, it might be tight, like in terms of like, yeah, you might not have the nicest hotel room. You might have to thug it out in the $100 rooms, or you might have to do the van instead of the Sprinter. Sprinter, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or You feel me? But it's like, yeah. But those are trade-offs, easy trade-offs. And this is like the reality of what it looks like to do what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, that, yeah. that makes me think because... They were talking about, uh, you know, Mariah Carey, Janet Jackson, like at that era of superstardom for a lot of those R&B mm-hmm. artists, pop stars. People would be like, oh, like, what happened to them? And like, it's not like anything happened to them. It's the marketing around how big it was made to look. And it makes you realize, yeah, like, the reality, yeah, really, we're playing, you know, hey, 
I'm I'm whipping, you know, I'm whipping to the tour. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's yeah, not the it's black like you car, gotta you pay to play, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you gotta have money to make money and you gotta have money to do this shit. It's a real different ball game as an yeah. independent artist. It, but I also don't, realize what that means is just having like my credit up so I can have a credit card so right. that I can cause like mm, more when game. You, get, you get booked for a tour, right? It's like, okay, your expenses for the month might be 10000 20000 30000 to go on this run, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to make however much per night. So that doesn't mean that you get booked for the tour and then you get wired ten grand. you are going to make your rate every night after you do the show. You <laughs> and then you're going to have to you stack. Get <laughs> you get a check, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, your flight out. Your hotels every night, your food, all that stuff is going to go on a card. If you was on a label, it would be going on a card. Yeah. The only difference is now it's going on your card. You know what I'm saying? You're you're responsible. You're responsible for your own money. You're managing your money. You're doing your accounting. You're getting that check. You're going to the bank. You're making those deposits. Hmm. You might be dipping from the venue the next day when you get there to go to the bank to put some cash in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like your your day-to-day schedule is going to be based around business not just like you feel me and these are all little i mean and it costs you know having a day-to-day manager to assist with that having a deep like all these little costs uh but that's really dope and so my thing was always about all right how can i figure out what this job actually is and then what are the things that i could do myself so on the girl talk tour i i tour managed myself i designed my merch i sold my merch I've filmed myself the whole time. Right. Because I had like a iPad and a GoPro and shit filming all my shows. I fucking um, DJed for myself. DJed for yourself, for right. For, yeah. You that know was, what I'm that saying? That was really exciting to see. That was very exciting to see. Yeah. So, and then once I made like money, like the last like four shows, I flew my cousin out who's a photographer and a videographer. So then I had him on tour with me getting content and stuff. You feel me? Wow. But it's like. And that's all happening in real time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that's what being independent is. It's like, all right, do I want to spend all this money to bring these people with me to pay for this, pay for that? Or do I want to, you feel me, get down to the nitty gritty, get out here and make my money. And then once we made some bread. Damn. Double back once we sold some merch, we could double back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do it's a lot of patience. Yeah, a lot of patience and a lot of giving giving yourself grace. But it's just understanding what the fuck it's really about. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the same time, you can go on that same tour and you could leave in debt and broke or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't because you was out there just spending frivolously or you was flying people out or having everybody coming with you trying to do the party after yeah, every you show know what I'm saying? big dinner yeah 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 it's the little things yeah little and it's things. like oh i saw that from girl talk like oh this is how you tour for 20 years mm. is by doing it this way you know what i'm saying because that's that's someone with a le- with lineage with legacy yeah that's powerful he dropped his first shit in like 2002 wow you know what i'm saying so it's like it's literally like over twenty years of touring. Yeah, wow. and really like doing shows and getting paid and having a bus and you feel me. And you said it, you know, knowing your community, building your community, maintaining. 
Yeah. You know, how are you, the fact that people are interacting with you on a regular mm-hmm. in so many different spaces makes them, that must make them appreciate seeing you on yeah. stage more. Another big thing I learned and saw with him was like when we would pull up into cities where he had friends at, they would buy tickets. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Wait, you know what? That actually went over my head because of how not used to that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that went over my head for a second. Yeah, yeah. like the, the, the friends are actually buying tickets. Yeah. So it was like I would be pulling up and they were like, yeah, you got a list tonight. And I was putting I would any city I pulled up in. I got homies. I'm putting them everybody on the list. Five people, ten people, however many people. I'm putting them on the list. Right. He would maybe turn in a name or two, and like it might be like his wife and kid are coming to this show, or his parents, or like some old old friend. Right. But for the most part, if there was somebody he knew somewhere, they bought a ticket. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's, it was that's like, real support. Yeah, it's like even having your having the type of friends and people around you. That understand, like, yeah, I could get on the list or I could just buy this ticket for 20 bucks and, like, support my homie. Man, that's that's something. Yeah. That's something. And, yeah. and, and That was dope as fuck to see. It makes it, it's, it's almost like, because I'm, I'm really like, why is that even surprising to hear? Yeah. You know, like, why is that even, like, surprising to hear? And that, you know, even thinking about myself, you know, how many tickets have I bought versus how many times that I maybe not go because I didn't want to I'm going to a show tonight and I bought the ticket and before I bought it I was like damn maybe I should just text them and say um that I want to come to the show and then I was like I could just buy this ticket for 25 bucks right like if it's not like an unreal like if it's the Hollywood Bowl hey maybe yeah but also (laughs) it's like how excited are they gonna be when they come out and then I'm standing there and they see me in the crowd or whatever. That's a real friend. And they're like, damn, this nigga bought a ticket. Didn't even hit me up for the list. Like, that's tight. Yeah. That's real. Hey, that's something to walk away and, and, and take with us. Uh, myself included. And you're going to spend that shit on something. You're going to spend it. Probably spend $25 on a meal. On nothing. On nothing. You'll spend it on nothing. You know? You'll smoke it, drink it up, whatever. Mm. So you can support the homie with that. It seems like uh, something that gets to, it gets lost in the L.A. nature of, you know, um, proximity. Right. But I definitely feel where artists like uh, artists like you, artists like ourselves who are, you know, family oriented. It's for the family. Like they gonna sure. have to show up. Yeah, they gonna show up in those ways. But that's crazy, yo. On a tour, like, I'm, I'm really thinking about that. Like, that's going to be the message of the day to walk away with, too, because I think um, something that I always appreciated about friends of mine, you know, when they when we used to do local lingos out in Pasadena or or even just, like, going to the spinning, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, the folks who just show up and RSVP, even if there's no ticket involved, and they just RSVP instead of, oh, yeah, it's like the list. Like, damn, that's a, that's a big gesture. That's Hell dope. Yeah. That's dope. That's real dope. What's and you'll do it for some random shit. That you don't know about. Yeah. Or you don't know the people. Shoot. What else are you excited about uh, coming up in these next this next day? Summer's here. You got a few more months until. Come on, man. I mean, obviously, it's still about Mogul Talk. New album with Walt Monsa. New album. You feel me? Um, 
I got Juneteenth in Lamert Park coming up. That's going to be Performing, and I'm going to have my food out there, Hughes Hot Bowls. You feel me? Um, I got a new single coming out that I shot a video and recorded in Hamburg, Germany with my homie Red Child. Amazing. He's a dope MC out there in Hamburg, Germany. Uh, that comes out June 12th. You feel me? So International. Yeah, we making some international plays right now. Absolutely. Um, Hamburg, that's a beautiful city. Yeah, I'm just planning on releasing more new music and videos in the summer. You gonna see a mogul mogul talk show soon? Another another tour, a little pop up show soon. Um, I think I'm gonna do another show in LA over the summer. Definitely something something unique and experience. You know, mm, yeah, something definitely, where we definitely bring the food the food with it. Everything got to involve food if I'm involved. <laughs> yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, man, I feel like life is so spontaneous, and I like it that way. So, yeah, you never know. Nigga might pop up, be back in Europe. You feel me? Yo, need, I need to see a whole uh, Hugh Augustine, uh, like a, a pop-up situation in Europe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Definitely working on it. Yeah. We working on it for sure. Yeah, because I feel like the, there's only a few people. Uh, or well, let's not say that because we always hope to see more. But, you know, when I think of the people who inspire me and, and the, the spaces, the new spaces they've broken into, you're one of those people. You know, you've crossed so many thresholds with your sound and with your business. It's like, yeah, it shows, you know, people from our side, we, we everywhere. You know nah, for sure. It's cool to be able to build community out there, too. And um, it's funny because I feel like there might be a misconception that, like, me going to Europe and doing shit out there and building community out there, it's like I'm doing it with black people, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, there's black people all over the world. Yeah. Especially in Europe. Like, the diaspora is there, too. Yeah. And um, it's cool to, like, be going out there and, like, just tapping in with black people all over the world and, like, hmm. us all having common interests with music and art Sharing and vision. performance. And you know what I'm saying? Be able to share the vision and collaborate. Um, that's why this uh, this new single that's coming out is called Touchdown. Hmm. is going to be so dope because uh, the song is in English and in German. Wow. Um, so that's going to be dope. Yeah. We shot a video out there with all different type of people in the video, just yeah. like showing a cool day in Hamburg. Um, and it's something that we put together in 10 days. Hmm. Um, it's super organic. You know what I'm saying? Everybody showed up. They were excited to be there. Um, and then it's just a real pure vibe. You know what I'm saying? Authentic. Yeah, real authentic. Like, Absolutely. Like we captured what we really do and how we really live in. You know? How you really want it to feel. Yeah. Just existing. Like, all the whips in the cars are really my homies' whips out there. Like, okay. Like, you know, rentals. Hey. And, like, you know, it's everybody in the videos, real people. Mogul talk. Um, we're in real places doing real things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, as it should. Yeah, and it's like, bro, being a kid from South Central to have, like, community in somewhere like Hamburg, Germany, or in Brussels, or in amsterdam or copenhagen like i'm going to the studios and all these places recording having producer homies or artist collaborators like 
You know, it's dope. That's inspiring. And that's that's something to look forward to for uh for a, for a lot more years to come, I imagine. hundred percent. We we look forward to the I'm twenty year anniversary. Another tour. passport and a fucking visa. <laughs> Talking about account. dual citizenship. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. Yo. Well the mogul himself, Hugh Augustine. Yeah. I wanna say thank you for coming through again. Of course, man. I wanna say thank you for dropping some gems. And we definitely I mean, she was a we could run that new, you know what I'm saying? If you got that new new, we gonna run that. If not, when it's up, we yeah. playing that in the rotation as soon as I it drops. I got some new shit right here. We'll definitely, we'll get into that. We'll let, we'll let some folks hear a little bit of that new joint, and we gonna run that mogul talk shortly after. Yes, sir. Let the people know where to keep up with you. You already know. Instagram, Hugh Augustine MC, same as on Twitter. Um, I'm on all DSPs, Hugh Augustine. That's H-U-G-H. A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E. And if you down with me, you know I let you smoke for free. Yeah. FTF Radio. Hugh Augustine. Let's go. Yeah.